0: Happy Halloween, everyone. I'm still on hiatus, but that doesn't mean that we can't bring you our first Halloween episode ever. Listen to Jeremy and I tell chilling tales of the first scary games we ever played, and the ones that still scare us to this day. Enjoy. Rawr. This week on Nintendo Main, we have the Nintendo Switch, and it's really great. This...
1: Is it happening? Ah.
0: gentlemen episode 44 we are hosts trey the terror johnson and jeremy jack-o'-lantern Mikowski.
1: yo what up it's jeremy jack-o'-lantern Mikowski. yeah
0: <laughs> it's our halloween episode with our happy halloween it's halloween week so we we're going to talk about some some scary games but first let's do the news yeah or whatever The news, news.
1: isn't as spooky as what's going on
0: around you right oh what the election it's probably halloween <laughs>
1: that's people are listening to this
0: if they listen to it on monday they should there's a halloween mix out there too if anybody's heard it, should listen to yeah, it. Yeah, check out the Halloween mix. The, the video game music Halloween stuff, I hear. Speaking of Halloween, Halloween week uh, it's buy two, get one free at Target. Did you know that? I did not know that. Is that uh any Nintendo games? Yeah, it is. And it's also Amiibo. Amiibo are involved as well. So buy two, get one free Amiibo. So if you want any more of those, you can do that. Might be want. a time to pick up some selects. If you want some Waddle D and DDD. You can get those. So, like the only two I could think of. I guess like the Squid Sisters, if you want to get that one. I read that the Amiibo was included in the thing. Probably get some 3DS games, maybe.
1: Yeah, I think I might get a Major, or not Major's Mass, uh, if they've got the physical copy of Okrina.
0: Oh yeah, that was re-released as a select, right?
1: Yeah, so I might just try to pick up three selects for 40, right?
0: So. You could buy, you could buy like all three of the Fire Emblem games and get one free. <laughs> <laughs> Of all, of all of those, uh, Birthright, Conquest, and Revelation, you could just buy them all for the price too. Which I think you could have done as a bonus pack, but I don't know if anybody has that. I'd forgot. I'd, I'd like cool. completely forgotten about that game. Maybe I should. Maybe I should get it. I was thinking about. I don't know. I was thinking about maybe getting like Monster Hunter Generations and maybe like Paper Jam and something else. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I kind of want to try Paper Jam out now that I. uh
0: We'll see what. See. Yeah, now that you played, now that you, now that you played the worst, play, play the less worst, you know?
1: Well, yeah, so I don't know if people knew this, but I'd fucking be a uh, pillar splash.
0: Oh, yeah, no, people didn't know that. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, beat it. Well, yeah. I sent you a screen cap. Yeah. yeah, well, I knew, but they, they don't know.
1: They didn't know. They didn't get yeah. the screen cap. <laughs> I didn't finish it. I didn't complete it, you know? Yeah. But I'm not the kind of gamer, really, with most games. Oh, the hundred percent. Something has to yeah. really, like, yeah, something has to really, like, sink its claws into me.
0: You didn't go back and I, paint. You didn't go back and paint every white spot in the game to make sure it was it was done.
1: That stupid fucking blue shy guy that shows up makes you have to repaint your levels. I hate that guy. Oh, I haven't even seen him yet. Oh shit! Well, that's gonna happen. <laughs> so no matter how well you do in a level, you might uh, end up in a, a oh, jam. That's awful.
0: That's awful. That's just more annoyance adding adding he, to that he, game. Well,
1: and he can get to. You have to like chase him on the world map, but like as you beat levels, the uh, you know more paths are open, so you can cut across the map. But he can, like, just walk across it. So he'll uh, he'll uh just show up randomly. You might even just, like, be exiting a level and going back into it so you can use it as a safe. And he'll appear, and then you have to race him to a spot. He'll, like, start sucking the color away from it, and there's, like, a little meter sort of thing that appears. And if you can't get to him in time, he sucks it out of
0: the level. Oh. I think I might have saw some of that, and I got to him in time. But I didn't know he was sucking the, the color out of the level.
1: I think possibly maybe he might leave some, but I think I'll be sure he takes most of it. And it's... It's so annoying that I don't even fucking care, and I don't.
0: Care. Yeah, I don't know what the point of coloring all of it is just to just to be like, oh, I colored all of that. I don't think it actually does anything for you.
1: And I will say, the way I beat the final boss was so cheap. It's cheap how it <laughs> well, works. Well, all of them are cheap. It, it was you just, easy. You just use a,
0: You just have yeah. the win button. The win button cards, where it's like I play this card, and now he can't hit me, and now I now he lost all his life.
1: Well, yeah. it's not that easy. Pretty much you just buy, like, you don't, like, I didn't even have to worry about paint in the final battle. I just didn't even fucking worry about paint. I didn't use any. Yeah. I just bought all the highest damage usable items and I just filled my inventory with them and just kept using the same item over and over again. And, uh, beat him. Sure. There is a part of it, like, there is, there is a part in the final battle that I'm sure will piss you off if you ever get to it. There's a lot of stuff in there that pisses you off.
0: Yeah, I'm sure.
1: I played, it's a... Basically- it's uh, like it's like Letta, There's a timing based sort of thing. Oh, it's not okay. at that bad, but yeah, there's a timing based part, and you can't beat the end boss if you don't successfully like do the timing stuff. Oh, that's nice.
0: it's probably not as hard as uh, Mario and Luigi though.
1: Spoiler think, alert! Right? No, yeah. It's not spoiler bad. alert! It's not as hard as Cacletta.
0: We talk we talk spoilers all the time though. Did you mention the Nintendo Switch presentation? Did we talk about like the main news thing on January twelfth? we talked about any news yet
1: oh no we haven't we didn't mention the uh switch presentation
0: Oh okay yeah there's by i said buy two and get buy two get one free um but yeah major news thing was that they there's going to be a presentation now is, is that actually an event or is that just a video because i've seen both I've well seen it's saying live, that it's an I, actual that's an actual event somewhere in japan that they're showing it's kind of like a space world is what yeah, i heard from one source right
1: and it should just be called space world according to people But uh, but it is an event, right? It's it's, it's, it's a live presentation, presentation. A direct, yeah. Right, it's a live presentation. It's a live presentation. I said, that is it um, li- I think is, it's is, too- a, is
0: it live? It's a live presentation, which which
1: makes me think it's an event because you have to have the event to make the live presentation. Right?
0: Sure. Doesn't yeah. it take
1: an event to produce a live <laughs> presentation? Think about. It. I guess so. That's how, that's how I've decided it's an event. Yeah. I don't so, think there's people hanging out in a room just talking. Maybe, but might as well let the press get. I mean, you gotta you should, yeah. it up two months prior to the release. So
0: yeah, and they will answer all of our questions, hopefully, about Karen and why her friends don't yeah, like her. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, so, Karen, yeah, it's she... Karen. Karen became like a thing <laughs> after, after that video. I... about it. It's like, oh, it's annoying annoying Karen always bringing her Nintendo system and making us play it.
1: As soon as that's I fun. saw someone call her Karen, though, I knew, like, that's She Karen. Jesus.
0: Is that not her name? I thought maybe there was something oh, uh, in her uh, house that was said a... Karen. Or that maybe they I said think, Karen when they asked her to come over.
1: No, it was the uh, if I was following it right, like when the uh, right after the switch got announced, there's a sub subreddit made for it, and it was all the people from the uh, NX subreddit, yeah, switched, switched over to that one, no pun intended, yeah, and uh, and it was something that was posted pretty early on, like damn it, Karen, or like damn it, Karen brought her stupid Nintendo thing again to the party, <laughs> yeah, it was like the meme that showed it. Maybe someone was calling her. That was yeah. within an hour or two. Yeah, I thought maybe
0: there was something in there that maybe they said like, hey Karen, come over here. And then she brings her thing. And maybe that was what her name was. I don't know. I only watched the, I mean, I only watched the thing like a couple times. But I, I watched like, it like
1: 15 times. No yeah.
0: There was some things we were wrong about last week. We, uh, I said that there was, I said that I thought there were cameras on there, but they're not. They're buttons, actually. There's a home button and another button, a mystery button. That's probably a share button. Share
1: button sounds. Yeah. And I was like, but we were, uh, but we were, we were right about some about, other,
0: about some other things that other podcasts were wrong about. But I don't remember what exactly they were that we talked about.
1: Oh right, I know I was wrong about the mini D pad. Like you called me out on that. But uh, oh yeah, because it's a it's a plus button. Yeah. Well, a lot of the people I heard talk podcasts and stuff. You were saying like a lot of people said the same thing. Like I thought it was a tiny D pad, and then I realized it was, yeah. I didn't feel so dumb after that.
0: Yeah, I didn't. And I didn't listen. I didn't really listen to anybody's reaction of it before we did our podcast. So
1: there was an. If anybody, uh,
0: if anybody says we ripped them off, then I
1: know. believe it was G- Game Splane that did an interview with one of the actors in the promotional video. Oh, Nice. He's some famous. Uh, he's a famous. Twitcher supposedly. I don't know if he's that famous. Yeah. He's a he's a known Twitcher.
0: He's a, <laughs> he's a he's a self-proclaimed famous Twitcher, which is like pretty much all of them. I think all the Twitchers say they're but famous he, in some way.
1: But he says he he did a whole interview and it was really good. You should look that up. Just whoever's listening to this, maybe we'll decide it. Maybe we'll i'm pretty sure it was the game explain or whatever.
0: Yeah, I, I watched, I watched the game explain about the Mario game that's on there, and there were some Pretty stuff true. that I missed, I guess. Like about the, the couple seconds of that, of that Mario game that's on there. Showing that there's a place called like, was it Crazy Hat? There's like a store to the side that's called Crazy Hat that implies yeah. that maybe Mario has some weird hats that he wears in this. Which, you, you know, you could easily guess that and say that you're right or whatever. But that's a cool idea.
1: But anyway, I, I encourage looking up that interview. It's funny cause like, uh, he, he starts talking about like, well, he pretty much says that he knows more stuff because he act- those are actual consoles they were using; they weren't just dummy models. Oh, sure, that's what he said. And then,
0: oh, yeah. but they, but they aren't. I thought that was Nintendo said that they that yeah that they were dumb that they were dummy models. They weren't actually there was no there's nothing on them like they were not playing any of the games and like none of that is actual footage. They just stuck that on there like they. Well, like, I know that the green. They green know the screens
1: it. were simulated.
0: No, the what what I read what I read was that. Yeah, that they were basically holding systems with nothing on them at all. And then they added that post. Like none of that is actual footage from the system. It's what I read, like from that, from somebody who worked on it. They said that there was nothing shown. They just kind of, they just wanted to show you the way the system worked, but that's not
1: actual footage from the system. Well, you should just listen to it anyway. I mean, he at least, maybe he was saying it was more that the, it was shaped the way it's I don't know. Just no. Listen to I, it, no, I
0: mean, I'm sure it is. I'm sure that's way. He much. Ta- he, but what, one what thing I'm...
1: funny that he says is like he talks about like drawing on the board. He's the it's kind of like that reddish brown hair. He's the guy that's drawing on the board when they're going in to play Splatoon. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't remember any. any that's the anybody, actor. Yeah, that's the actor in the interview.
0: Oh, okay. It's, when they go, when they go to that, like, if
1: you want to know more about what's going on.
0: Sure, when they go to the eSports thing. But I did read a specific interview like from Nintendo themselves that said that, that the footage on there is not. Not to think that that's what it looks like. It's well, well, I never It's basically did what they it. said. Because they said that, because, that not, nothing was actually playing through the system. They were dummy units, and they added it in post. They added it on top of it, the video.
1: Well, I believe that from the beginning anyway, because you're not going to get a camera shot of... Yeah. You know, well, like obviously trying to make it a pretty professional looking thing and filming yeah. a screen.
0: But there's like, you know, there's like frame rate dips and everything's like not really fully, fully smooth and all that. And none of that's, they said not to worry about that because none of that's actually what it is. Cause they, they basically wanted to explain what it was, not like actually show you, you know, they just kind of threw a sizzle reel together pretty much. So what we were talking about before is what we were right about, you know, like how you're saying that maybe the Mario's Stuff is kinda like the Zelda stuff that we saw before, the stuff that never came to fruition, but it's just like, hey, here's Link finding a giant yeah. spider, you know, which we never, which never actually became anything. Like that type of thing, which is what we were saying, and it was, what I'm saying is we were correct on that, you know.
1: We were also Maybe. about the because uh, Skyrim is not confirmed for the console.
0: Yeah, but it showed them on a list of people that are working right. with them. I mean, what else would but, they be doing? But
1: Bethesda actually made a statement that said, just because you saw it in the demo reel, doesn't confirm we're releasing it. So. Oh, I thought, yeah,
0: I thought they did. Maybe it wasn't. I, I know that they, like two K seventeen. They've confirmed that. their
1: support, but not their actual. Oh, reporting. sure.
0: That game. I'm sure they they will though. You know, it's, it's right. it looks so close that I don't know why it wouldn't be, but I don't know.
1: Who knows? We, Who knows? what everyone has going on with their dev units and all that? I don't know how long they've been. Sure, they've had. Maybe they haven't decided that it's worth it to adapt it. Maybe they don't know for sure. There's going to be the install base to justify porting
0: it. Yeah, well, I mean, it would be it would be a big seller for the system though if they were. I think supposedly I would want to like, play that portable.
1: Yeah, supposedly Nintendo stocks dropped a little bit after which was Yeah, right yeah, yeah I saw that. It went down like 2% or something.
0: I think for that you have to wait until the thing actually comes out and it's actually selling for the stocks to go up is what i think like cuz you know when the stocks went up over pokemon go like nobody, all gave, nobody gave a shit out of a shit about it when pokemon go was announced as a thing but when it came out and everybody got it then their stock went up you know so if you're thinking about investing in nintendo do it now is what i say like like how i wished i would have Invested in Nintendo like at the end of the GameCube time, you know when they were when they were cheaper. So I would have made some money during the Wii time when they made a little of money. So if you have extra money, invest now. That's what I say. So you can get some of that Switch money if if they if it ends up selling well. And I also read I also read somewhere that they're releasing less of them. Did you see that? They said they're going to release less than they did of the Wii U. Like, oh, like right. out they're front, gonna they're going to man- manufacture less. Yeah.
1: I think that's just to like ease the worries of the investors. So they don't have to worry about sitting on extra stock.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're planning on making less out of the gate than they did for the week. But game. if it
1: does well, if if they do pre-order, which I imagine they'll do pre-orders, if the, if the pre-orders take away all the stock, I'm sure they'll start manufacturing shit.
0: I hope so. I mean, you know, all of them, you know, Nintendo products being unavailable—that's something that you see. That happens all the time So it's not really It's not really unexpected
1: It was pretty hard to get hold of a Wii for a good Maybe not a year but Probably nearly.
0: Yeah, I mean, I stood in line. I stood in the line like after it released for for the one that I got. So there were lines, I, you know, even yeah. way past it was already, le- already released. I stood at a, I don't know, I had a friend that worked at a Best Buy, and I overheard that a couple of them were getting there. So I just drove by, and there were like a couple people in front of it, and I'm like, oh shit, I'm just gonna wait out here with these guys. So I did and I ended I, up getting one.
1: I am kind of excited because this is gonna be my first like day one vibe of a Nintendo since Cube, which I don't think we got day one, but we got.
0: Yeah, we did. Well, we didn't get day one. I feel like we got it within a month of whenever it released, probably. Yeah. Maybe, or was it a couple months? I don't know. We because by the time we got it, Smash Brothers was already out, and I don't know how far Smash Brothers. I was think from we were the within release. a month.
1: At least. I'll, I'll say that. It was we released. should do
0: a we should do a GameCube episode where we talk about the what the launch titles were for GameCube. And launch window stuff, and we would find out then. Alright. Like we did for our 64 episode. But um, I, I saw so, I saw an interesting piece of news, like that when I was looking, looking around the interwebs earlier, I saw somebody saying that there's a new Monster Hunter. There's like a, cause there's Monster, Monster Hunter Cross in Japan, and there's a Monster Hunter Double Cross coming out in March for Japan. And people, and you know, people are like, would that be, with that could be a Switch game too? Cause that's, I mean, that would be great.
1: Do you I think mean, there's going to be an interface between the Switch and the 3DS?
0: I don't know. I, I don't see why it wouldn't. I mean, it, it's, it's obviously that would be a that would be like the, where the natural place that Monster Hunter would go now would be to the Switch, right? I would think. Are there play- any
1: games that connect the Wii U to the uh, 3DS? I
0: mean, Monster Hunter, you can. Like the Monster Hunter Three, you can. And And and, like, can't you use uh, a 3DS controller in Smash Brothers? Yeah, you can use, you can use your 3DS as as a controller in Smash Brothers. Which I wish they would have done that more, especially for the new 3DS, because it had like the same, it had the right amount of buttons and all that. You could have it as a controller. I don't know. But yeah, as far as I know, that's it. There's probably, there might be more. I'm sure, I'm sure there's more that you can use it with. But I know, I know like if you have, like if you, like if somebody has a, if you have like a copy of like Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate on the Wii and the 3DS, you can play. Together with those, like you can do a multiplayer thing across both systems, which is pretty cool. Oh,
1: okay.
0: So you can do like you can do like a pretty much like a local multiplayer where you're playing on different screens, like through that. But I think you both you have to have both games. You have to have a 3DS game and the and the Wii U game. And it also has a transferring thing too, where you can switch your such a dumb name, but that's what they call it now. <laughs> where you can switch like your you know, take your save from one system to another. You can take your save from the Wii to the three D S for that game also. Switch it What's back. it called? Transferring. <laughs> Have you heard that? That's what L-M. they called it. That's what they called it for Metal Gear, like when you could switch your games from like PS three to, to Vita called transferring. And I've heard people saying that, like yeah. to transferring the
1: pirates version of transferring.
0: Yeah, and people even say it like saw said it for like switch, you know, like transferring, because that's what they called it in the PlayStation world. I guess it took on. I was hoping it did not actually take on as as a name, but. I've heard it on other videos and podcasts, so people are using that that dumb term. It was like a Hideo Kojima thing that he came up with. It's like Yeah, you know. But why is it have <laughs> to be called transfaring? Yeah, I don't know. But that's an interesting tidbit. Like uh, the new a uh, new Monster Hunter, You're like hey, you know, maybe maybe it'll show some sort of switch thing too, or maybe they'll I don't know. It's just weird that it's coming out in March of 2017, probably around the same time as. The Switch, so there might be a Switch version. Who knows? There was a weird Virtual Console release this week. They released yeah. a, Wii, a WiiWare game as Virtual Console. I thought that was weird. That was interesting.
1: Is that what it was? Okay.
0: Yeah, that's a WiiWare game. Which I think is actually cheaper if you buy it on Wii. I don't remember it being 20 bucks, like out of the gate. I thought it was cheaper than that. Is it, I'm wondering, is it just at that price because that was a set price for, for Wii Virtual Console stuff? Cause I what? remember that game, I think that game was only like 15 bucks maybe when it came out maybe less yeah it's It's lost in shadow lost Lost in shadow i have that game i have it for the wii and i and i thought i paid less than 20 for it doesn't seem like a game i'd pay 20 dollars for but i get no discount of it it's weird because like i said it's weird it's a digital game It was only available digitally but there's no carryover obviously it doesn't recognize that i already had it on the wii so it gives me no discount, but I don't think it well, was twenty dollars okay. when it came out.
1: So I think so. It was made for the Wii, so it requires the Wii virtual or the Wii emulator or whatever that's built in. Yeah, the
0: Wii but it's to not. Make it run, yeah. But it was right? never on a. It was never on a disc. It's a WiiWare game, like it's a digital game, like you couldn't buy a physical copy of it. So it was on the. It was on the internet, but I don't think it would cost as much as twenty. But I don't know when it was released. Seems like it had
1: somewhat lukewarm reception.
0: I just didn't expect that. It just caught me off guard. It's like, are they going to release, like, the Magic Obelisk and, like, I don't know, some of the other ones <laughs> that they Lost, had on there?
1: Fossil right? Wasn't that one?
0: Lost Wins, yeah, Lost Winds one and two, two. Of those. Yeah. those are pretty cool. No, they're fun. I mean, they, I mean, Magic Obelisk was was a fun game too. It's just, I just didn't expect those to come over. Maybe they'll re release those. They should re release those Homestar Runner games if they're going to do that. Those games were fun. The like point and click, the Telltale games. I don't know if you played mm-hmm. those for Wii, but they were they're were really cool. There were like five of them.
1: I played a demo, but I never actually
0: i bought i bought and played through all of them and i thought they were blast. like the four like the last two ones were the best ones like the
1: the video game one and and it looks light. like lost in shadow was a maybe it didn't always have a physical release but you could buy a physical release of it for Wii.
0: i bought my version of lost in shadow on the internet i didn't know there was another version of it
1: through WiiWare wear so it's just on your actual Wii console you don't have yeah.
0: it but... yeah it's digital
1: most likely then it, it was released later as a physical release kind of like Minecraft and stuff. Yeah, they do that. The consoles.
0: Yeah, I thought for a half a second about maybe getting Minecraft too in that buy two get one free
1: bundle. We'll do uh if you get Minecraft we'll do uh definitely do some Minecraft. Yeah. I'll I it. I thought about that. I was like, well, you know, like, I've had me. no reason to buy it, but if you buy it then Yeah. Because I thought
0: about it. I was just, I just was in Target earlier today, and I was just looking through their games, like, just get, just, like, you know, thinking about stuff I might get for the buy two, given free. And I saw, like, my, I saw, like, Paper Jam, and I saw, like, Monster Hunter Generations, and, like, and, like, OK Watch 2, and, like, stuff like that. And I saw, and I saw Minecraft. And I was like, eh, maybe I'll get that, too. You know? Because it's only, like, 30 bucks. I could get, like, two DS games and that for free for, for only, like, 60 bucks. We'll see what I end up, what I end up doing. Whatever I find. I'll go there this week sometime. It's like October through like November 7th, I think, or November 6th, something like that. It's that week. Is that week, the week coming up? The good old bike? Okay. Uh, free.
1: Halloween week?
0: Yeah, Halloween week. Starting, with, start starting to- with Halloween, cause Halloween's on Monday, so. <laughs> <laughs> and did you purchase anything this week? Have you made any game buys? Nope. No, oh, I bought a ton of stuff. Cause I got a big check that I was expecting, so I kinda splurged a little bit and bought some stuff. I, uh, I delved into, uh, went a little crazy with the, well I guess not a little crazy. I got a Capcom 3 hit combo on the Virtual Console Super Nintendo new 3DS stuff. I bought Breath of Fire, Street Fighter Alpha 2, and, uh, what was the third? One? Oh, Final Fight three. I bought those three games.
1: Oh, it was uh, Breath of Fire Capcom? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, Breath of Fire is cool. I mean, I like that game. So I've I've been playing that game a lot. I played through uh, Final Fight three once, one time. But those games look really pretty. Like I've I've really been enjoying the pixel perfect version and stuff from uh, 3ds. So I got I got those three games, and I, I spent more time with it. Did you know that you can switch controllers like on your 3ds from first to second player? Did you know that? There's like a code you can put in, and you'll switch. So So you could play like a you could play like a turn based multiplayer thing like with one controller like I didn't know that I figured it out because I was looking through um I I looked through like the manual for Final Fight Three because they because they have special moves for the characters and I was trying to figure out like you know what their special moves were and they and they show them in there like in the digital manual like that's in the in the 3DS and it's like yeah if you hold Z ZR and ZL whatever the in inside uh buttons are and hit like Y you'll switch controllers. You'll switch from, like, first player to second player. So if you want to on Final Fight, you can, like, switch to the second player and, like, bring in a second guy. And you can just switch back and forth and play as both of them kind of at the same time. So I did did that for a little bit.
1: Is it, like, where as long as one guy is still alive, the other guy can respawn?
0: Yeah, I was doing doing that while I was playing it. But it's basically, like, yeah, you can switch... You can switch from controller one to controller two on the Super Nintendo. And it comes up on the screen. It'll say, like, one, two, and then you go to the other one. So I would, like... I would basically like play until I got to my last life on one guy, and then I'd switch to the second controller, and then I'd start up as a second player and play until I ran out of all their lives, and then I'd switch back to the first player and and come in and play as them.
1: So it's pretty much you can play... Through the whole game
0: that way. Yeah, and then you don't have to. And then you don't have to deal with like when you get to a continue. You don't have to deal like the when when you get to a continue, and then you have to start back at the beginning of the level. It makes it easier for fighting, bo- for beating bosses and stuff like that. But that was just a cool trick that I found out on there. Found out on there that well, I didn't plus know you about. have a uh, safe state. You have safe state too, but this is easier. You don't have to re- deal with restarting it or whatever. You just switch to a different guy, and then you keep going to the level, and it doesn't restart. So I was doing that. So that's been fun. Breath of Fire is a cool game. You should check it out if. If, if you want to play some more RPGs, there's some more great RPGs on there. But,
1: I got. I have to admit, I have like a. I've been kind of in, I guess, a video game blues because I finished Color Splash, and you know it was okay, but no matter how much I'd liked it, it's done, and it's kind of the last week. Yeah, the last there's week always there's always
0: digital stuff. You can play some digital stuff,
1: right? Yeah. And I've got I've been I haven't purchased anything this week because I'm kind of the complete opposite of you. I, I had to pay a bunch of bills this week. So oh sure, my bank account's fucked. So uh, what's well, up? Not- I don't I can't I don't have a lot of excess money. So, I'm sitting on a bunch of games I haven't even like opened yet. So, I'm thinking about playing Sticker Star, but yeah. I don't really want to play Sticker
0: Star. But but I've also can...
1: got Pikmin 3 I need to start.
0: Oh yeah, you should play that. I was going to say you could just try Sticker Star, but you should play Pikmin 3 before you play anything else cuz that's a good game.
1: I also have the whole Metroid Prime trilogy and I've never played through 2.
0: Oh yeah. Well, I, I I wanted to I wanted to try to play through 2 again, just as I played through it once and I didn't really I could
1: finish, uh Mario RPG and I've been playing a lot of that lately,
0: actually. Yeah, that game's not that long. I, I'm surprised you haven't got through it yet. It seems like a well,
1: by a lot of it, I mean like maybe an hour
0: or two. Oh, sure. There's always a, there's Tokyo Mirage Sessions too. That was a game that came out this year, which is great. You should check out if you want to play a good was, if you want to play a good yeah, RPG. You
1: know, I might.
0: If you want to play one that actually involves like leveling and weapons and monsters and stuff that where you don't need a special card to beat guys, it actually involves like skill and all that.
1: I started yeah. another playthrough of uh, Zelda Two because I've never actually beat that.
0: Yeah, that game's so hard though. I, I've I got I think I beat like maybe the first dungeon one time, but I've well, never I've never made it through that game. I'm definitely
1: using save states.
0: So. Yeah, you, ha- you have to. I don't know how you could without it. So
1: I'm playing that. That's one of those games that's on my list. I guess I won't have technically beaten it. But- Maybe if I go through it a couple times, that way I can beat it. Yeah,
0: I don't know. Well, if you can beat it, then it's impressive. It's it's a hard game. I'd be one to yeah. You I think you got to put some time into it to get that going. But uh, going going along with our Halloween theme, sort of for this week, I bought a couple Halloween themed games. I bought Nightmare Creatures for sixty four for a couple dollars off of eBay.
1: Oh, is that a uh, Christopher Walken? Is he Christopher Walken? Who do the voices in Nightmare? Oh, I don't know. There's, I don't think there's any. I'm thinking, I'm thinking of a different game. I'm thinking of the one with the scorpion and the spider.
0: Oh, you mean deadly creatures?
1: That's okay, what that's what I thought you meant.
0: I have that game, and that was, um, that was like Billy Bob Thornton, and uh I think it was Dennis Hopper. That was on that game. Yeah,
1: you're right. It is. Yeah,
0: yeah, that game was cool. I played that game. It was interesting. That's what I thought you meant. No, Nightmare Creatures is this game that came out for Nintendo 64. It was on PlayStation One also. It's like kind of like an action. It's like it's like an action third person fighting game type thing. It's hard to explain. You like walk around in like this gothic like 1800 town and you destroy zombies and giant monsters and stuff like that and there's different combos and it's kind of like a 3d final fight i guess (laughs) with monsters it was a game i played once i thought it was kind of fun so i bought it for a couple dollars just to try it out because of halloween week and i bought uh i bought touch the dead ds also which was like a weird sleeper game that i always wanted to play and i actually ended up getting a sealed copy of it for like 20 bucks oh so it's like a
1: house of the dead but it's with the touch screen
0: yep it's a it's house of the dead with the touch screen that sounds so, awesome, man. So you basically touch zombies and shoot them. And it's hard. I, I can't even beat the first level. I got stuck oh, on, one of, on one of the bosses. Yeah, it was difficult. I was having a hard time with it. So are you
1: actually touching where it fires or are you, uh, aiming the gun with the touch Oh no, you're touching where it fires. It's, it's, it's all like, you don't
0: move really. I mean, you just, you can like shoot different arrows to go like one way or another. So there's some different ways, but it's all like on a, you know, it's, it's, right, it's, it's all. Right.
1: It's an on-rail shooter. I've played yeah, typing. It's on, it's on rails. Bed, so I imagine it's, pretty much the same game but with touch functionality.
0: You play Typing of the Dead? Yeah. Well, Typing, Typing of, the, the, dead Typing of awesome. the Dead, you just type buttons and it shoots them, right? Yeah. <laughs> I've yeah. never actually played it, but I but I saw people play it at the, the uh, at
1: the Retro Ex-
0: Expo in uh, Wisconsin I saw them there. But yeah, the you know,
1: power-ups will be like girls names and then it will be all like girls names or Oh yeah. Three letter words and it'll be all three <laughs> letter words. Yeah.
0: Well, this one you can you can pick up different weapons in this one. But yeah, you basically touch the zombie and that shoots wherever you touch the zombie. Is the way it works. You have to, like, drag your... There's, like, ammo that you have to drag to the gun to, like, reload... So you, so you do that and you can, and there's different weapons. Like you get, you get melee stuff later that you swipe the screen to use, which I haven't gotten yet. I only made it to like the shotgun, but yeah, it's cool. It's like, a, it looks like a first, like the guns in front of you. So it looks like a first, first shooter, but you're not actually moving. It's on rails. But you can, you know, there's different paths and there's like boxes you can shoot for power-ups and all that. But yeah, it's just one of those games that I always wanted to get. And I was like, I should see how much it is. And I just went ahead and finally bought it. It wasn't too expensive. So I mean, 20 bucks unopened. I thought it was pretty cool, but I opened it and I played it played it for a while but yeah that one was cool and i bought a I bought a four pack of games also it was like 30 bucks i wanted to play uh did you ever heard of the game win back it was like what it was like a Uh uh-uh hidden gem for 64 it's like a cover-based uh combat game it was like one of the first like that involves like you know hiding behind walls and all that it was kind of ahead of its time mean it came out towards the end of the system it was on playstation 1 also anyway i wanted to get that game and uh if i got there was like a there was like basically like a bundle you could get that came with like mission impossible and like command and conquer and like rainbow six so i went for that one just because i don't know i thought mission impossible was a cool game when i was a kid. So it's like a spy espionage whatever package. So I got four of those games also and I played around with those. Pretty much the only ones that are any good is like WinBack Back and Mission Impossible. I've rainbow six. So is that like is okay. That was like a digital
1: download of uh
0: for what system? No, no, these are all these are all cartridges that I bought for 64. Oh. It was uh somebody was selling it as a four pack on eBay for like 30 bucks no shipping for four games. So I went oh. so I so I just got. And Command and Cocker's is actually pretty good. I just don't like those type of games. I just don't, I just don't like real time strategy games. But if you did like that, that's actually pretty... The game is pretty good. Which is weird, because I've never seen... You know, I I never played a real-time strategy game on 64, but that one works pretty well, actually. You know, you can, like, do the whole, like, mouse where you grab the guys, and you point them, and they go wherever you point. It reminds me of, like, Warcraft 2. I used to play that game. It's kind of like that, you know? But if I like those type of games, it's a pretty good game. It has, like, full, like, voice acting on it, and it's, like, a completely new game, like, they build it from the ground up and all that. So if you like those type of games, it's... It's good, I think. It's just weird, yeah. It's just games I never played that I wanted to try out, and I also, I also got a CRT TV today. I got, I got a CRT from my mom. She, wow,
1: you've been treating yourself, man.
0: Yeah, well, no, actually, the CRT was free. My mom gave it to me. She was getting rid of it, <laughs> so. Oh, so that so, so that got so it was free. Giving it to you. Yeah, no, it, it's, it? it's uh maybe like a twenty inch. It's like one of those flat screen ones, so it's like a newer one, so it looks really good. I think it's Dang. like it's like the ones that are like flat on the front, and, but still has the tube. It was like when they had it in their exercise room, and I was like, you know, let me know whenever you want to get rid of that, and I'll just take it. And she she found like a twenty inch HD TV for really cheap, so she would get rid of it. So I bought like a TV stand that has like four different little spots, so I could put consoles in it so i've just been so i was i I built it earlier and i've been i was playing uh i was playing some games on it. like i played i played uh nightmare creatures and i was playing i was playing quake 2 for 64 well before you got here or before before you got here (laughs) before before you got on (laughs) and we started recording you know
1: (laughs) you have been treating yourself man so you bought like a little is it an actual console for the TV, or do you put the TV on top of it? Oh, I just bought—I just bought like
0: a storage, like a cheap storage thing from Target for like forty bucks, just because I wanted like a stand just to put some consoles in. And it's just oh, it's like, like one little, of those cube things. Yeah, it's just like a little storage cube thing. It's wooden, has like four areas that I could put a console in. They're all about the size of like a, you know, of of, of like a Super Nintendo or sixty-four. And uh yeah, and I, and I hooked it up and I was just playing around with it earlier, but. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's cool. It's not that, it's not that big. So it's totally manageable and I can carry it around. It's not like, you know, it's heavy, but it's not like, it's not like something I can't, I need help to carry around. You know, I can like pick it up and take it to wherever. So are you going to just have
1: like an area of your house where you got like your, yeah, I set up,
0: I, I set up a little like retro area over there. Like just, just like to the right of my TV, there's another TV there that has the 64 hooked up to it right now. I haven't hooked up the Super Nintendo yet, but. Does but it look yeah. a lot better? Oh yeah, it looks great. Like I was, uh, I was playing, like I said, I was playing Quake 2 on it and it looks awesome. Everything looks so much brighter because everything looks muddled through a HD TV for whatever. Probably because of the AV cables. You know, it's like if you try to watch like VHS tapes like through your HD TV, it looks awful. Everything looks like muddled and smeary and gross and all that. And, yeah, it looks cool. It looks really good. It makes everything look a lot better. It looks a lot like, it looks like a lot more colorful and b- vibrant and smoother and yeah, it's cool.
1: Well, they, and they were optimized for those TVs. So.
0: Yeah, this has an S video in also, which is pretty rad. So this was like the last, it's like, it's supposed
1: poly- to be like the late 90s, early 2000s.
0: Yeah, it was like some of
1: the last, it was like
0: kind of the last line of the CRTs. It was like kind of the one, it was the one that I had my eye on. It's like, I want that one. You know, one of those like flat screen ones that's still mm. like a, because i remember playing like i used to hook my gamecube up to it and play time splitters on it and i thought it looked really cool cuz it used to be were... it used to be in our spare bedroom upstairs before they put it downstairs so i remember playing on it and i was like yeah that thing had a good picture well i mean for the time it had a great picture
1: but it looks good it's it's cool so
0: i got one now finally that's awesome man i don't I have a, yeah i don't have a game i don't have an actual game room i was gonna put one in a game room whenever i got one but that's my living room is pretty much a game room so i have it i have it hooked up i just hooked it up tonight and i was just playing around with some uh, 64 games on it so it looks it looks nicer than uh, playing it off the because i've been playing them off the HDTV tv it looks a lot better on that so yeah, that's cool. I got I got a bunch of shit.
1: Yeah, man, sounds great. I gotta get me one of them CRTs.
0: Just do you have any friends who have one? <laughs> that, that's the best way to do it. Just find well, somebody it, who has a TV that's going to upgrade, even, and then you yeah, just take it.
1: Not even five years ago, I was like throwing away like, two of them I had. Yeah, and like no one wanted to take them, so I had to like transport them somewhere, like donate them. Yeah, because nobody wanted them. Like people didn't want to take them.
0: Free. Yeah, I've I mean I've been offered three since I started trying to find one. Two from two from Jess's grandmother, and the one that I wanted was for my mom. Actually, just Jess, just grandma had a flat screen one too, but it was too big to fit in my car. <laughs> I couldn't put it in the car, so that's what happened to that one. I had to leave it there. See, that's the thing. It's like this one was just, was like, it like just fit. Like if it was any bigger, it wouldn't fit in the car. You know, like my back seat. So it's kind of like, that's what sucks about those TVs. You have to be able to transport it, you know? Right. Well, I think 20 inches are good. And my roommate has like a giant a one. Start. Like he got like a, he got like a 40 inch one or something. And it's fucking oh. huge and heavy as shit. And I have nowhere to put it. You know, it's like, it's like too big. You know, this one is like, is like a good size. I can like just set it up in the corner and like just have a chair by it and I'll just sit there and play off of it. And well, all fine, the cables you know. are shorter for those little consoles anyway, so. Yeah, so it's so. It it's, makes it more convenient to sit close to the screen. Yeah, so you want to yeah. just like, yeah, you just have a little spot and you sit there and it's like the retro area and you sit there and play the game. So it's cool. I'll have to, whenever you, whenever you come up, I'll show it to you. Or I'll send you a picture of it. <laughs> of the, of the stand and all that. But yeah, that's what I got for the week. And I've been playing all that stuff. I played all this Capcom games. Still playing Dragon Quest Seven. I took a break to play Breath of Fire for a while, and then I went back to Dragon Quest Seven. So that's what I played. I've been playing lately. I played a little bit of Paper Mario. I played like a, the Ghost House, the first Ghost House. That's where I'm at.
1: Is that the like hotel? Yeah, I pretty that, much. That got was it. kind of fun.
0: I pretty, got, pretty much got to the room where I had to, like, pull the clouds out or whatever, and I couldn't figure out what to put in there, and I didn't have the patience to try to figure it out. So that's about as far as I got, <laughs> and, then I, and then I quit after that. But, yeah, it's it I don't know. It seems like it could be a fun level. I'll probably go back to it. I don't know.
1: Yeah, thats I think that's one of my favorite levels in the whole game. Yeah. Well, now that we've
0: had a super long intro, do you want to take a quick break here and then get into some scary games?
1: Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, yeah, since it's the Halloween week, I always try to play, like, some sort of uh, scary games around this time, because this is, like, my favorite time of the year. I watch horror movies, and I uh, like to play games that are kind of fitting for the time. And I thought we could talk, just talk about some of our favorite uh, scary games, or Halloween-themed games. Just uh, I, like, threw together a quick, like, top five games, but we could talk about ones that are more important.
1: Yeah, I, I personally, my list is games that scared me, so they're not all completely Halloween-y kind of games. But I think oh, they're, sure. They're spooky games in yeah, their own way.
0: Yeah, the, no, they're all stuff that I thought was spooky also. What is your, I mean, let's just go back and forth. Like, what's your, what's your number five on your list?
1: Well, number five, probably going to say Luigi's Mansion and so
0: GameCube. Oh, yeah, Luigi's Mansion is a perfect uh, Halloween, Halloween game. I, I know, I remember last year, when we did a podcast about this, it was like probably only like our third episode, maybe third or fourth episode or something. I talked about how I had just finished Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, which is a really cool game, which you have that too, right? But you didn't play through it all the way. I do, but I have not finished. It's yeah. going on my list. Yeah, I thought that game was really cool. I thought about making, honestly, with the with the Switch being on the on the horizon and all that, I thought about doing a, making a list to be like, finish your Wii U games before the next system sort of thing. I thought about that. Like trying to be like, you gotta get through these games before you can can buy a Switch.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there's a discernible, yeah, there's an actual deadline now.
0: March. So I thought about trying to do that with myself to be like, oh well, you gotta get through these games. But then I gotta beat like, then I gotta beat like that boss on Tropical Freeze that, that I can't beat. And it's such a long boss. It's like, a, I play it for like an hour and then I still die. Maybe not. I still maybe haven't maybe even an hour, but played that game. Yeah, there's like stuff like that that I d- didn't finish. And I really, and I really want to finish uh, Xenoblade, but that game's a whole other thing also. <laughs> oh shit, Xenoblade. Yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. But yeah, there's like Xenoblade and like Tokyo Mirage Sessions and I guess, uh, and like Paper Mario, and I mean, this uh, what, I mean, I, I I guess I have to, like, limit to a point. It's like, I don't want to, it's like, do I have to finish, like, Mass Effect 3? Because I do have that game on Wii U, but I only played it for not very long, and I got it for really cheap, for like $10. But yeah, that's a game you should finish. Side, side note, quick side note on that.
1: Well, part. let me tell you something. I'm scared of how long it's going to take to beat all the games I need to beat. It scares me. Yeah. Luigi's
0: Mansion, though, the original one, the GameCube one, which I actually repurchased at that retro thing that i went to in wisconsin
1: i not, i can say advantage. i have actually played all the way through this game so
0: yeah we used to we used to refer to it as luigi's crawl space because it was not it was not a very long game but it has some, not really it has some very cool moments to it and and it has dead baby in there so that's that's pretty fucked up as it has as a baby ghost in the in the nursery i think it's like the first ghost you fight is the baby ghost yeah
1: you start you start low.
0: Get high. Yeah, but that means that, that that means that kid died. That means there's dead babies in that game. Or one dead baby. But still, that's I mean, kind, there's of, always that's kind dead of messed babies. up. Yeah. There's
1: gotta be dead babies in the ghost world.
0: Yeah. In, in Mario. <laughs> in the Mario world. Luigi's Mansion was cool. It was kind of like a mixture of Resident Evil, like with a Nintendo twist on it. You know? It had. And it even had those, like, door animations <laughs> of him, like, opening the doorknob slowly and all that.
1: Did. And, uh, you had to. Beat the room to get their light to turn on. Like you oh, had to yeah. get, oh, get rid of the ghost. So that added to the spookiness of it because you had to use this, the flashlight to look around the room and find things. And then, of course, you had to use the flashlight to capture the ghost. But yeah. It was genuinely creepy to go into a room and hear like, I remember like one room, you like hear a music box. You just hear like different ambient sounds like that, that imply there's a ghost in the room. Yeah. And there would you be know, stuff, there'd be like storms, there'd
0: be like lightning and you'd like see something when the lightning strikes. Or there'd be like a mirror where you could only see something on one side of the mirror but not in the real world. There was like cool little, there there was cool like little hints and stuff that showed that there was something in there and that kind of added to the atmosphere I thought of that game.
1: I thought it was cool there were a lot of bathrooms. Yeah.
0: Well it was a house, you know?
1: It's like real life.
0: Yeah, there were bathrooms and you could vacuum stuff and you know, you could interact with a lot of things in there too which was really fun. And I remember there's the part where you like shoot a, you shoot that ball at the moon and it actually like hits the moon. Like I remember that was one of those like wow moments I thought where you can like interact with the moon. And isn't that, isn't that the spoilers? Isn't that like at the end like Mario laughs at you pretty much after you find him? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, there were like, in still- there, and there's like a side quest thing where you can find like all the boos and fight a king boo at the end, you know, which adds a little bit of time to it. But it's still, it's still a short game, but it was a really cool like experiment and I'm glad they finally made a sequel to it because like Luigi's Dark Moon had like six mansions in it so it's like way so it was way bigger you know which is what they should have done you know just one like one mansion then you go to another and another well there are different locations that you go to but there's you know makes it a lot longer and I had a lot of fun with that game I but it wasn't uh,
1: supposedly there was an add-on for it that they wanted to release that was like sort of like the what the 3 ds is now like using a screen like that like an adapter over oh, the play that game 3d for the Game Boy Advance. No, for the actual GameCube, like it was like a an overlay you'd put on your screen to make that game 3D or something like
0: that. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought I yeah maybe I read something about that. That sounds familiar. They were gonna have some sort of three three D thing with it.
1: But that was one of the first games, as far as like besides the obviously besides the Virtual Boy, that Nintendo designed to be in 3D. You can kind of tell like the perspectives. Oh yeah, for sure. And how yeah, it has I, like depth and all that. Yeah as it goes back but it's a beautiful game and uh
0: you know this was a launch game for the gamecube it was yeah it was weird it was the first time that a nintendo system didn't have a mario launch game and they launched with something like this like with this luigi you know haunted luigi game kind of came out of nowhere
1: luigi got to shine on his own
0: yeah, first time he got a launch game, right? Maybe he'll get another one. You remember all those rumors about the Nintendo Switch Luigi launch game, uh, Luigi's Mansion? I, I remember seeing a lot of those. They were on a couple lists of, of what oh, games no, were going Oh, no, I haven't seen out. that. There, there was a rumor going around for a bit there that, that Luigi's Mansion was going to be a launch game for the NX. You know, that mixed with a bunch of other stupid rumors. But that one came up a couple times. And that, like, fake list that we read that had all the games on there, there was a Luigi game on there too, Luigi's Mansion game. I think so, this
1: is getting compared to the GameCube a lot because it's, uh, the GameCube was the last time Nintendo really just tried to make, like, the same, you know, they had a different form factor, but it was the same kind of system as the Xbox and the, you know what, you know what I mean, like, the Xbox and the oh, you PlayStation mean like, 2. You mean,
0: like, being on the same level, like, generationally and all that?
1: Right, and being able to have the same games easily ported to it and everything, and, yeah, that's if you know that's if
0: this one is powerful enough, which is still a question on the on the on the Switch. I think I don't know,
1: but yeah, it would I think be, it'll be it would be
0: back to yeah it would it would have been the GameCube was the last one where they actually tried to be uh, competitive like with with uh, graphics and having third party support and all that. And I think and I think the GameCube was the system. I mean, aside from like NES and Super Nintendo, it was a system that was pretty well supported by third parties. I mean, there were some games that weren't on there, like there was no Guitar Hero, no like Metal Gear, and no like. No, like uh, Grand Theft Auto, but most of everything. Well, else there was there. Metal Gear. No, there was. Six. There was one Metal Gear. You're right. We said that before on the other GameCube podcast. But this is not. But this isn't a GameCube episode. It's a Halloween episode. So, anything else you'd like to say about Luigi's Mansion, or do you want to move on to another game? We can move on because my number five is also a GameCube game, but it's a later GameCube game. A little game called uh, Killer Seven. Remember that game? That was a weird-ass, freaky game.
1: That is a freaky game. That's, like, yeah. a psychological horror, sort of. Game.
0: Yeah, a very strange game. Well, it involves seven different characters. Supposed to be seven personalities of one guy, I guess. But one of the characters is a female with, in a white shirt, like, covered in blood. And her special power is slitting her wrist and spraying blood on the wall to let you know if there's a secret door there or not. Like, it's, like, weird shit like that that's in the game. But, yeah, that game was, like, super bizarre, like, this... Like just the sound design and like the way that, and it was, and it was like super like cell shaded and the like all these weird, weird, right? Yeah. yeah, weird colors in there and all that. And it's like on rails too. It was like just strange, strange game, but that game was freaky as shit. Like I played it. And then I all played,
1: the bad guys had like happy faces. Yeah. Some of them,
0: some of them did. There's a part where like it rains blood in this town and there's like all this, all these like weird mini stories in it that, yeah. And like the, and like the demons like laugh at you, you know, and then they make weird noises. And there's a guy that you meet that's like dressed up in some weird bondage outfit. And he like hangs from the ceiling and he speaks backwards. Like there's all this like weird, weird shit in it. It's very like creepy, you know, there's like, and like, then there's a guy who has like severed heads and like you find severed heads that have things in them in the, it's weird. It's like, it's like a, It's basically like and Evil on acid, I think, kind of, but with on rails, sort of. Like, cause you don't actually move on that; you just go forward and decide which way you're going and just shoot people. You know, it would it would have worked as a really good Wii game. They would have got it to that, cause then you could use the motion control to shoot the demons and all that. But yeah, what a weird ass game! Like, those game that was so weird, but I just loved it so much. You know, I even played, I even made it to like Killer Eight and played some of that, which is like the, which is like the new game plus second second quest part of the game. You know where everything's harder, but you get to play with the eighth with the eighth character, which was a guy in a wheelchair with a bazooka, which was like that was like the main guy. Yeah, that game was like so bizarre, but so, so frightening. So that's why it made, why it made my list. I don't know if you, I don't know how far you got into it. It had two discs for GameCube.
1: No. I I think I only watched you play it. I don't think I've ever played that game. Yeah, that's, that
0: game's worth getting if you could find it. Like I think it's like, I don't know, I think it's totally worth playing through. I'm
1: totally blanking on the games made by the same company, the one that was for Wii.
0: Oh, the No More Heroes?
1: Yeah, No More Heroes. I played through that.
0: Yeah, it was like the beginning of Grasshopper, which, that one was actually produced by capcom so that was under the capcom 5 or whatever originally it was originally supposed to be a uh exclusive but then it was ported to playstation 2 later but yeah that one that one was part of the capcom 5 with like resident evil 5 and beautiful joe and piano one or piano three whatever it's called and uh dead phoenix which which never came out the one that was supposedly the kid icarus game Oh, right. But yeah, it was, it was part of those. So it was part of their agreement with Capcom to get, you know, third party exclusives and all that. But you can probably, you can probably find it for not,
1: for not too much.
0: I think you can buy, you, I mean, you can get a Luigi's Mansion for maybe not a whole lot either. I think I might have got mine for like 20, maybe. At, yeah, at, I need uh, to
1: buy that. I don't actually own that game right now. Yeah.
0: Cause I'm seeing it, yeah, I'm seeing it for like 20, it's 20 to 30 on eBay right now. Just really quick for Luigi's Mansion. I would think that Killer Seven would be would be less though, just because of how weird it is. But yeah, I liked the uh, I like the No More Hero games, but they did not they didn't have like the creepiness that the Killer Seven game did. Oh, it's selling just for, had like, the gore. It's for like thirty or forty. It had the gore, but it didn't have like the hauntingness of it. You know, it didn't like have this creepiness, scariness. But it looked similar. You know, it had the same like sort of self shady graphics. It was just goofy. It was more goofy and and bloody and all that.
1: you drove around the sort of Grand Theft Auto kind of style
0: in the first one.
1: Which was, which they removed. That's the only the one I played. One.
0: The second one's my favorite one. I like the second one a lot. The second one they took away all the driving around. Cause the, cause the whole open world, like there was nothing to do there, so it was pretty much not needed. So the, so, so the open world was replaced by a map, a map sort of like Super Mario World, you know, like that type of map where you can go from one thing to another. And the second one, and it made it a lot more enjoyable. And there were jobs that you could do in the first one, and in the second one they were all replaced by 8-bit games, where the jobs that you would, that you would do to make money. So it had like little hidden NES type games in there, which is really cool. But if you could find that one, I recommend playing that also. The No More Heroes 2
1: was that on Wii or it was it was on Wii.
0: No More Heroes 2 was was on Wii. Well, they they both were. Yeah, one and two were both on Wii. But two is good. Two is really good. That was like one of those hidden gem ones that I think is really really good. But yeah, that's a uh, killer seven. What's uh what you got for four?
1: All right, so this is actually uh more of a reaction. Like I I was genuinely scared the first time I played a ghost house in Mario World. Oh, sure. I was at I was at I was you know eight or nine. I can't remember how old I was. Maybe yeah. I was like closer to ten. Whatever well, year that was, ninety two. Yeah, closer to ten. But uh, hanging out with some friends of the family, and they had a Super Nintendo. The kids had a Super Nintendo, so I was hanging out with the kids, and we were playing on a pretty nice. CRT, I guess. I mean, that's all there were back. They had, like, stereo speakers and stuff. So, like, the sound was sounding, like, really good. Sure. And the ghost house is kind of, like, got a, like an echoey kind of creepiness to it. The first time I, I saw that giant ghost. Oh, yeah. It, scared, it really scared me.
0: Yeah, that's I remember, was...
1: like, the first time I played all the way through that game, I just was like, oh, I don't want to play the ghost house. They creep me out.
0: Yeah, those big boos are menacing. I mean, they just... They follow you. They just stare them down. But then when you gotta, but then you gotta move and run and they follow you.
1: But, yeah, but there's also that? the levels with like, they're just everywhere and you have to avoid them. And then that ghost ship is pretty creepy. So just Mario World in general, like all the ghost stuff, just for the time and like how good the sound was. I think the sound was really important. Like it created that really creepy, oh, yeah. you know, environment. Yeah, it, it does the whole like, dun, dun,
0: dun. I mean, it's all, all renditions of that main theme just in different ways but that one was like slower and then you had the yeah and and
1: and, uh, just as a side note i do remember like being super impressed by when you're in the cave and it like echoes when you jump oh yeah yeah the caves that that was so but yeah so like i i said mario world because yeah i was genuinely like kind of like scared to play the ghost levels there for sure it's gonna like surprised me what's gonna be weird about this that i'm gonna hate but i ended up getting over that eventually but not before i played all of them each one would still scare me one of was-
0: for sure yeah I, I see a reoccurring theme with your list it's a it's the same as a have the same developers there i'm sure they're i'm sure that they're not all mario games but i didn't put super mario 64 on there i should have because that if you want to talk about a specific level like that that ghost house in that scared the crap out of me especially with the piano with the teeth when it starts oh, moving still and trying to bite up. you. Yeah. <laughs> that part where you walk over there and all of a sudden it's just like, dung, dung, ding, and it's like so loud and it sounds like keys banging and it has the teeth and it tries to E. Like that whole part is freaky. I love that whole level, but uh, and the music is great for it, for it too, but it'd be like an honorable mention, I guess, of that game. You know, move along then?
1: Yeah, good to move along, man.
0: Alright. Well, this one's kind of, uh, it's kind of a little, well, I guess it's not really abstract, but it was a game that did freak me out when I played it especially because it has like a really killer soundtrack and a lot of weird levels and stuff like that it was a doom 64 for a nintendo 64 which is a game that a lot of got like got a lot of flack that it when it came out for whatever reason but i think it's a fucking excellent game like it was a it was like completely remade from the ground up uh they made the they made the sprites like they tried to they apparently they were originally going to turn them into polygons but it ended up not being able to do it, so, so they ended up just cleaning up the sprites a lot. But that game is incredibly haunting, like the, like the lighting on it is amazing, and just the way the levels are set up, and there's like, the sound design is cool, there's like crying babies in like different parts, and like just all these weird sounds in it, and that game was a game that would freak me out. I used to play that like in the dark in my mom's basement when I was in high school, and it would, it was it would scare the crap out of me. It felt like a very like, I don't know, like a very dark, scary game, you know, for, for a Nintendo system, you know, it was very much, and it was super bloody and, and difficult and, and fun. Like I had, I had a great time with it.
1: Did you like purposefully like make your environment creepy when you played it?
0: Well, was it I mean, I, I, I played it in the dark in the basement, you know,
1: but that, to, you guys had that big ass TV down. There.
0: Well, we had a, well this, I, you didn't, you didn't get to see my old house that I lived in before that. Like my, my high school house. It was, uh, I mean, we had a, we had a decent sized TV, I guess, but I don't know if I did was playing it on that. It wasn't like the, cause that, that projection one that I had, that was Joe's TV. So I didn't have that when we were there. But still, it was like, oh. you know, I played it, I played it in the basement with the lights off. And, uh, yeah, it was, it, well, for something like that, for a game that's that dark, I would always play it, it with the lights off because then you, you could see the rooms better. I thought, you know, if you played in the dark, then the TV was brighter. Mm-hmm. I guess that, that made sense to me. My... Teen, my teenage brain that made sense to me because the game was pretty dark but it did have a darkness setting you can make it lighter because there are stuff that's like pitch black you know and there's like blinking lights that you have to follow to another it was almost like playing like a like a haunted house you know like that type of thing like before like they did it with like Resident evil and dead space and stuff like that i felt like that one did it really well but yeah that was a game that generally freaked me out and that's a game that i still think is great and people people have come around on it now. Like if you read reviews of it now, people have said like you know have it on like gem lists and stuff like that for 64. But when it came out, people were like, oh blah, it's 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 dumb, it doesn't work. But but they they didn't play it for long enough. It has some really beautiful level design in there and a lot of cool stuff with the lights. You know like they do very cool timed light stuff. You know where it they did like strobe stuff and like you know. Just different lightings to where you can see the characters at different times and, that, and then all of a sudden it's dark and then they're in front of you. Like, it was just cool like scare factors and stuff like that. And uh I'm I can't wait to play more of it on the CRT now because it'll look cool. So I tried playing on HD and it didn't look quite as good. I mean, it still looked pretty good, but it looked better on the TV.
1: You could create one of those, like, uh, tinted off areas, like the games at, uh, Galloping Ghost.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The ones where it's like, and then there's a, yeah, where they like blow the, blow the wind on you and all that. And it's supposed to be dark.
1: I think that was just a fan they had.
0: Yeah. Well, there, there are ones. There are ones that blow wind at you though. Maybe that one didn't, but I've I've played (laughs) (laughs) one.
1: It's just a fan. It's just a fan hanging out. It gets hot. Yeah. So yeah. But there Dude. are those little uh like canopy things you can put around. Yeah. If you really want to isolate your little area. What is a uh, Super
0: Mario World was the last one that you mentioned. You can find that one pretty much anywhere digitally for not a whole lot. You can find uh I mean, you can you can buy the you can buy the cartridge. I actually saw a uh cartridge in the wild of the Super Mario All-Stars plus Super Mario World game at a comic store I was at earlier today in Peoria.
1: Is that a uh, rare game?
0: Yeah, it's supposed to be a fairly rare game. I think they were selling it for 40, which actually might not be a bad deal cuz I said That see one for... came out
1: like it was like a value pack later on in the Yeah, it was a later game. one. Yeah, the one that has the All-Stars and Super Mario World. Was that, that when they did the SNES mini or was that a different time?
0: I don't know. It was just kind of something I I had a copy of it at one point, but it went the way of wherever it went. But yeah, I don't I don't know. I guess it was released later cuz I didn't cuz I found it used later like around GameCube times. And got it for really cheap, but uh, I just want to look at the prices on the games that we're mentioning, just just to know.
1: You, if you own any Nintendo system after the yeah Super Nintendo, besides the 64 and the GameCube, I think you can get yeah. it on that. You get it digitally, yeah. yeah. And there's
0: actually something that we missed in our news section. We just mentioned it now. Did you see the green? Nintendo 3DS that comes with Super Mario World. There's like an Amazon exclusive.
1: Oh yeah, that thing looks badass.
0: Yeah, it's like the Yoshi one. It's like all green and it comes with the with the Super Mario World pre-installed on it. So. But
1: it's the XL, right? Yeah, it's an XL. It's a big one.
0: Big old green one.
1: If I ever wanted a third 3DS, that one's the coolest looking one I've seen. Besides like, you know, the Majora's mask.
0: Yeah. do you ever uh i was looking i was looking at doom 64 online just to see what it's about it looks like it's sitting at like 20 bucks well some some of them you get it for like 12 but uh there's like one says you know there's the ones it says doom 64 and it's a picture of banjo kazooie i've seen i've seen that where they have different pictures of the games it's not the right picture but it says nothing about that not being the game it just says Doom. do you think 64 they're just using there, a stock photo and it's just the wrong one Maybe, I don't know, but it says Doom 64 and there's a picture of Pedro Kazooie. But yeah, that was, that was, that was a cool game. I like that game. It has, it had a, had a cool intro and lots of fun stuff. Had lots of secret levels, like lots of hard shit. So, what's your number four? Or no, we already did number four. What's your number three since you started it
1: on your list? Well, it's another, it's another one that just for me had a weird memory attached to it, but it's a uh, Mega Man 3. I was playing through that game. I was probably, well, I don't remember what year it was released. I had to have been like 11 or 12, maybe younger I don't know but I started having like this recurring nightmare while I was playing through it I'd be sitting downstairs just hanging out with my family or whoever in my living room at my house then I'd hear the Mega Man 3 music would start playing really loud but it wasn't coming from the TV or the video game game console it was like coming out of the little little house Playing the music really, really loud. So I just had this recurring nightmare, and I don't know why that game got into my head that way. But maybe I was just obsessing over it too much.
0: And I don't know if I ever beat it. Mega Man Three feel- is—I feel like I beat Mega Man Three. Mega Man Three is probably my favorite Mega Man. I think I know a lot of people talk about two, but I think three is better.
1: I played through one all the way. So it's—it's
0: that- it's, it's longer also because there's there's more there's more Dr. Wily levels in it.
1: You after, get uh, a if you, you beat the- want- Can you get like codes where? you... You continue? I don't know.
0: I know, I mean, that's the one where you got the charge shot in the slide, which really yeah. helps.
1: I think you can like put in codes. Like I never, grid.
0: yeah, I didn't use any codes. I mean, you can use, yeah, I mean, there's passwords, but weren't, there, passwa- weren't password. there passwords in, weren't there passwords in Mega Man 2? I thought, it, yeah, it's a grid and you put different, you put, di- it's kind of like the way Castlevania was, Castlevania 4, where you put the different pictures and different parts of the grid, and that's the password yeah. that gets you back to where you were. But I thought Mega Man 2 had that also.
1: Then I don't remember which one of the two games. But I yeah, guess no I Ma- was just obsessed with it, so it was getting into my dreams. That's yeah, right.
0: Mega Man 3 was, was 90, so it could have been that one. Mega Man 3 was like Proto Man and, and all that stuff, you know, where it had the where he had the little trumpet intro that he showed up. That probably was it. Yeah, Mega Man Three is cool. That, that's like my favorite one. Has a really good soundtrack. Well, the, they all do, but I like three a lot. It ha, it has more. It's longer than uh it's longer and harder than two, I think. And plus, you get to fight all the guys from two in it at the, in uh, Doctor Wily's level as well. So you get more bang for your buck. I think yeah, that's an. That's not an actually game. a
1: scary game. Yeah, it's not actually a scary game, but it, it works like a lot. Of- I you to- yeah, I, I guess if it that- came out then, I was probably about ten when I played it.
0: Yeah. I mean, it has to be, yeah, it, it's fine. I mean, I, I figured there'd be some stuff in there that's kind of abstract. It doesn't really fit with it, but it, there could be anything that's freaky, you know, if there's a story around it. My number three is a game that I think we both played quite a bit of. It's another, another GameCube game, a uh, little game called uh, Resident Evil 1, the remake of GameCube. Oh man, that game
1: is scary as fuck.
0: I love that game. I played that game so much that I got to the point where I could beat it in an hour and a half, I think, or maybe it was two and a half hours, but I got it, I got it to like the, because you could like, you know, you beat it multiple times. You got different stuff, and I like unlocked. Like I kept just beating it over and over again because I had so much fun with it. And I just would go through, and I got all the outfits. And you can get like a bazooka. I got the bazooka, but I think I got it down to like maybe it was like two and a half hours. It was like under three hours. But yeah, I got I got it where I could go through it pretty quickly. That game freaked
1: me the fuck out, man. Um,
0: oh yeah, no, I, it.
1: I, I literally lived in a cabin in the woods when I. Was... Bought that game, and Yeah. And it was, oh, yeah, because
0: because you were in the because you were at the camp still. Yeah,
1: I I never finished it because it scared me so much.
0: I it. Oh, well, it was because of Heart Boy. <laughs> he's he's freaky. I don't know if I ever got that far. I the Tyrant. It, he's the guy with the giant heart. Oh, Okay, yeah, I did. He's at the end, uh, the iconic part where where he kills uh he kills Wesker, but then of course Wesker comes back later in other games. But yeah, I like that. I like that game at all a lot because they added like that whole part with like the girl you remember like the the mutated girl that was like in the house that was outside of the mansion there's like a whole part where you leave the mansion for a while they added like 80% new stuff on that and everything looked really cool it was really freaky and i i played it like i had just gone i had just started going to columbia and i was living in the dorms and one of my roommates had like he put this um he put this like camera like in in the he put a camera above our door that was always showing the hallway and it had like a microphone on it and he had like the the sound turned up on his computer so you would hear all these like weird creaks and stuff from the hallway do you remember that uh-huh. and you'd hear like doors opening and closing and people walking around and I would play at Resident Evil like while that thing was on, and it would like scare. It would like make the game extra scary because I would hear all these <laughs> weird noises from the hallway like while I'm playing the Resident Evil game, and I'm like this, this, and it's like the lights are off, like everybody's asleep, and I'm like this is fucking freaky, yeah. So it, ma- it made it extra scary for me. But yeah, that was that was just that was a scary ass game, especially later when you have to deal because like all the all the zombies that you kill, there's a point where they all come back to life again, <laughs> but they're like then, it, a lot harder. Yeah, they're harder, but they all get back up. And then you have to kill them again. You have to burn them the second time, otherwise, they don't die. Like, so, and then there was those, um, and then there was, like, those frog looking guys that would, like, run, that could, like, go from, like, one room to another. There's just a lot of, like, shit that that would scare you in there. Wasn't there, like, sharks at one point? Yeah, yeah, there's sharks. There's, uh, yeah, there's parts where, there's a part with water where you push some boxes and a shark comes out. There's a part where you drain a thing. Yeah. But it's cool. It was a really cool game. That's another game that I'd like to play through again on my GameCube. GameCube list of great games like that one and Killer 7 are both games that I would like play at any time and still get freaked out by, and still have a great time with. What's your uh, number two on your list?
1: Well, going along with your theme a little bit, this game I remember was similar that I played a bit of it and then I got scared. Resident Evil Four. Oh no, it freaked yeah. me out a lot. I, I just wasn't into that kind of game. Like I'm I tend to gravitate towards bright color, you know, cartoony games. Maybe I'm a child at heart or whatever. Just yeah, so th- the lighter side of things. Yeah, I want to play a game and feel happy and like just having a great day. if I'm scared while I play, I don't always want to feel that way. But thing is like I finally decided I just had to play through Resume before, so I actually bought it for Playstation Two because I didn't have my GameCube it at a broke brother at a Playstation Two. But I played all the way through it and you know, I got over my fear. Once you get into it and you realize it's more of an action game than a horror game, it's not a scary. There's still yeah. some pretty scary stuff in there. I don't think there's a lot of jump scares. Like the jump scares are kind of a big part of the Resident Evil 1 remake of yours. Like where like, sure. somebody crashed their windows and things like that. There wasn't a lot of that. The controls were a lot more accessible, I guess, than others.
0: Well, they kind of just, I feel like they just basically just put the camera behind you instead of having it in a set. Area,
1: because that was like how all the other Resident Evil, Person View, or something like that.
0: Yeah, well, the the well, the Resident Evil games they always had like this. Yeah, it always had a set camera, you know, that didn't move, and you just walked around in the level, and that was always kind of confusing, I guess. And what they did for this is they put the camera behind you for the first time and made it all three D. And that was a big deal. So it made it a little bit, you know, it was more of a third-person action game than, uh, than a, you know, than a survival horror puzzle, whatever it was before. But yeah, the chainsaw,
1: part... the chainsaw guys freaked me out. The chainsaw guy was frightening. Yeah.
0: No, you're right. Those those guys were because they could kill you in one hit. Those yeah. those guys, those guys were definitely frightening. And the and like just how relentless the the plant people or whatever you want to call them, they say they were adamant about not calling them zombies in that game. But yeah, they just like how how they just kept well, coming they were at plants. you, and there they were so were, many uh, of you.
1: They were like infected by some kind of
0: insect. No, they were they were plants. They were plant people because there was the because it was a plant that like had turned all of them.
1: I thought it was like a. Did you fight a giant plant in
0: the end too? Spoilers. <laughs> it was a. Uh, they were plant people. It was like some sort of weird flower or something. At the end of Resident Evil Four. Yeah. No, you fight like a giant mutated like plant priest guy. <laughs> well, yeah, you fight him, but like after him. It's like a there's like a giant plant thing. Must be, they're, oh, they're, right. plant, they're 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 plant people. Yeah. It's basically what it was. It was some sort of weird weird like flower or weed or whatever that they had that made them like that. No, oh, I
1: thought it was some kind of bug that lived down the...
0: I think that was that was zero, that was the bugs. Where they had yeah, the yeah. where they had they had the bugs you had to squash.
1: There were bugs you. But they it took place in some, like, uh, remote part of Europe. I figured out they were speaking in Spanish. Oh, yeah. So they, they say shit like... Uh, they say, like, shit. They say shit. Yeah. Whatever they say, Mirda. Mier-
0: yeah, they're saying something. They're like... Yeah. But yeah, that was a cool game. I mean, that was, like... That was the kind of the beginning of the end for for Resident Evil. That was, like, the last good one. And then all the other ones just got way too much actiony.
1: Didn't they try to take it back in 6? I never played
0: 6. I never played 6, so I don't know. Maybe a little bit. But after 5, back. like, 5 was so bad. That I just, I I didn't, I can, I can, and and I wanted to play through five for story, but I just, I could not. It's just like, it was, I just, I couldn't do it. I couldn't be, I couldn't make it all the way through that game. I'm like, like, this game sucks.
1: Well, the game was meant to be a co-op game, so you had to have someone that wanted to play through it. Yeah.
0: It was annoying to put carry control to people, but it was just annoying like how it just didn't work right. Like it wasn't, they made it too much action, but the control wasn't action enough was my problem. Like it didn't control the way it should've. It's still, they should've like adapted a little bit. Should've changed it a little bit from four instead of just keeping it the same and changing everything else around it. It just didn't, didn't quite work for me.
1: The games always kind of have a bit of a like, the control's got to be a little wonky to make it scarier.
0: I guess. I don't know, but at, around that time I had been playing stuff like Uncharted and, you know, games that had much better controls for an action game. And this one just didn't, just didn't hold up at all. Just felt like a really clunky, badly designed game.
1: But back to 4, before I that on PS2.
0: <laughs> which it
1: was supposed to be a GameCube exclusive, you remember, yeah. but they end up releasing it on the PlayStation yeah. 2. And that-
0: it ended up it did being, a really
1: good port. What's
0: that? Yeah, well, it ended up being on like everything eventually. Yeah, so it, it, went, it's all it was on PC and then and it was and I have the Wii. I think I have the Wii edition also of it. Which yeah, so which, they had
1: like what like a year of exclusive exclusivity, for the game or something. Yeah, it
0: was on there for a while. But when it but yeah, when it came out, I remember when it was on when it was on GameCube. Everybody was like, "Oh, there's no way it could ever be on PS2," and and they got it on there. But it did. It was it, it, was, it, it was visually impressive. Good.
1: Yeah. It looked really, really good though. But, uh, I played it through on the PlayStation 2 in my basement, my house. I got a little bit of a creepy. I was in like a, the corner room of the basement. Sure. Because my, my brother had like, was living there at the time for a little while. He had his TV set up in the basement. I just hang out with him down there and play through the game. It was pretty fun. Cause like, he was down there a lot of the time. You guys both get freaked out together? I, I didn't get as freaked out with my brother. <laughs> Yeah. But well, I played then... all the way through the game. Man, the scariest part of this game for me was the, uh, also like the sewer, the sewer part. Oh, sure. You got this thing running after you in the sewer. And he's gonna like jump down and attack you at any moment.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah. No, no, yeah, that was a good game. It was, uh, it was fun. There was, uh, yeah, a lot of, I, I like the, yeah, just the parts where they just wouldn't stop attacking you and you had to like jump through windows and go from like one roof to another. Like that was, it definitely oh, and, had like, like the. Knock
1: the ladders down and. Uh... Yeah. Put stuff in front of the doors. Yeah.
0: It definitely had that whole, like, you know, tenseness to it of the, of them chasing you around and having to go to the next part. And it was a lot of fun. Like I, I played, I played that one through a couple times too, I think. But They'd not even throw
1: a, random, like, partners in that would be computer controlled, help you out.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. There, you would meet people. Like Ada Wong was in there and there was that guy who looked like Johnny Depp kind of.
1: Luis. Yeah.
0: But yeah. That game, that game was cool. Oh yeah. And there was the girl too. You had to go save the girl so you controlled her for a minute. Like daughter of the president, whatever yep. the one the one you were going to rescue, Ashley. Yeah, so and you got to Ashley. do so. You had to do some like sneak around stuff with her. She couldn't actually attack anybody. So I remember that. And there was a, I think you fought some sort of sea thing at one point too. And that I know this part with the boat and oh, this, yeah, and the, and and the, and the quick time events was kind of what started all that. Kind
1: of started for a lot of things. Yeah,
0: I feel like they were the ones who kind of pioneered a lot of that stuff. Where it's like you're just watching a thing, and it's like all of a sudden you gotta hit these buttons, or you're gonna get run over by a rock or something. Which you know, whether you, some people find those annoying, but I thought it was cool at the time for that.
1: Gears of War, I think that game had to have been influenced by.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah.
1: This, and I've never played all the way through that
0: game. I haven't played any of the Gears of War games, but I'm sure it was. Did the other it's quick time events same, in that? Like,
1: kind of perspective, and it's yeah, it's got the QTEs as they call them. Yeah,
0: yeah, because now they're an actual thing. Now everybody kind of uses them. And then what's
1: yeah. the other game? Uh, the
0: space game. There's like a space game. Dead Space. Of... Dead Space, yeah. Dead Space. Is... Was yeah, except they did it way better than Resident Evil because they made it to where you could actually control it right. Like they made it to where like you can walk and shoot at the same time, and they made it like oh, a third-person shooter. Oh, do you think Dead
1: space is than Evil 4? Yeah.
0: I think. It, well, I mean, I like I like Dead Space One a lot. Like I, I thought that game was really really good. I think it's better, I think it's much, I mean it controls a lot better than 4 does, for sure. And it's, it's because they actually made it like a first person shoot, like it's like actually controls like a first person shooter, you know, where you can like strafe and you can shoot and like it's the way that Resident Evil should have what they should have gone to for four. I think they they should have went in that direction where they actually made it to where you could run and shoot at the same time, which they never did, as far as I know. Unless you could do that in six, I don't know. But in five and four, you can do it. But yeah, Dead Space is really good. I like that. I like that game a lot. It's it didn't make my list, but Is
1: there a Dead Space on the Wii U or was the last one on the Wii?
0: Oh, I played I played Dead Space on PlayStation Three. There was but I know
1: there was like a port. I think maybe for...
0: no, it was a, it was a there was a light gun game. It was the Dead Space light gun game. Was the
1: actual Dead Space ever ported to the Wii?
0: No. But there was uh, what was it called? Um, Dead Dead Space Extraction, something like that. I have that game too. But it's a yeah, it's a light gun game. It's like a House of the Dead Dead Space, which that game was cool. But yeah, that was like the most that they got on the Wii. But it looked really good, and then you went around and shot all those weird alien dudes. Um, laser gun thing. Yeah. But uh, my number two. Is uh, what we talked about in the opening of the of the uh, of the show, of course, is uh, Eternal Darkness, which is like one of one of my favorite, one of my all time favorite horror games. I, unfortunately, I don't have my copy anymore. I traded it to somebody for a Frankenstein box set, but if they still have it, I would be willing to trade it back to play it again. <laughs> But yeah, that game was cool. That was a game I played a lot. I played it three times. I played through all of the. I basically went through because there's three different gods, and I went through. Actually, I played it four times because each each god dies at the end of it, and you play a different god. And if you played a fourth time, all of them are dead, and there's a fourth new god that comes into it. So you get like a different ending if you beat if you beat it four times. But yeah, I played the shit out of that game. Had a lot of fun with it. I really liked how you started off as the boss of the game. Like you started off as the bad guy like the very first level.
1: Yeah, but he's not bad. No, he's not he's, bad.
0: But you get to see like him getting touched by the book and all that. There's like sort of an economicon book in there. And you see and you get and and you get to play through different levels and different time periods and different characters experience stuff that you've experienced before with other characters. It was really cool. Like the way I thought it was very ahead of its time, I guess.
1: It also has like a hub world like you're the, the yeah. niece of, of the doctor who's been studying this book for sure. And this was uh, this was
0: pre Resident Evil Four times, so they not really made like a survival horror game that looked that good and was like fully like all the environments were 3D and all that. So I thought it was I thought it was
1: pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. And the so the, it starts out like you're uh, Alex Royvis, I believe her name is, and she's going yeah. to uh her is at her grandfather's mansion he's passed away recently. Yeah, it was
0: after after her grandfather's funeral she goes mysterious to mysterious
1: circumstances and the police are kind of investigating like the weirdness of his death or whatever. So she goes there to like investigate the house. Wait, is she also like a journalist or like cop or something? I think she might be cop or
0: something. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe a journalist but it whatever she's reason some, she's, she's like trying something, to, something.
1: she's trying to figure out stuff about her about her
0: grandfather. And so basically the uh the tome of eternal darkness
1: I believe it's called.
0: Yeah, she finds this book which you find different pages of which unlock new stories which I thought was cool. Like that's kind of how you progress through it. But and but you learn stuff. You learn stuff from the characters that you read their story of or whatever. Yeah, she reads through the thing of eternal darkness and then you f- play different parts of those chapters that she finds out, which is cool. Yeah.
1: And I think it's really cool, like, you die at the end of most of them. <laughs> Several of them, at least.
0: Yeah, your character like, doesn't really make it out, which is very cool.
1: You spend I've... the whole time trying to, like, avoid death just to get to the point where you die.
0: Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. One of my favorite ones was the Charlemagne guy, the guy who's trying to fight Charlemagne. And, like, as you go through the level, you get, like, more and more zombified. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's, like, one of the early levels. And then you go back then when you go back to that level, you have to fight him. You have to fight the guy that you played as that became zombified. I thought that was so cool. Basically, you go back into the room, and he shows up, and he's like, Charlemagne, and he's all, like, all zombified, and you have to fight him. I was like, that's
1: awesome. He was a mini-boss, right?
0: Yeah, he was, like, a mini-boss that you ran into. But I just thought it was so cool that you had to, like, this character that you built up that, like, you know, fell to the zombie. You know, he got zombified, and then you have to come back and fight him later. Like, that's cool. But I think this is based
1: on, uh, like,
0: Lovecrafty and sort of stuff. Right. Yeah, it's uh inspired by that. Like rats in the walls and all that stuff. That was like one of the... Blue
1: and his friends. Yeah. The creatures of the other world.
0: Yeah, it was cool. And it was the first time uh the insanity meter was really cool. It had three meters. There was the health meter, the magic meter, and the insanity meter. Which the yeah. insanity meter, which it got to the point for me when I was playing through the game, that I just walked around with my insanity meter like completely gone all the time. So I could see all the cool effects that it did, you know, and it, where we like tilt the camera, and like you'd do the healing spells, it would kill you, and then it'd be like, oh, you know, haha. Or like my favorite one was like we're halfway through the game, it says like to be continued in Eternal Darkness Two, <laughs> or like when they would yeah. like, or they would like pretend to delete your save, or there'd be like bugs
1: crawling across the screen. Yeah, the bugs crawling across the screen got me because I also lived in a cabin.
0: Yeah, I remember you you told me you thought they were real bugs. Or they could have been real bugs because there were bugs. Well,
1: there were actual, like, giant, like, roaches that would be in the cabin. They weren't like, they were like the wood roaches that live in trees. Yeah, they're still still frightening, though. They're still giant roaches, and uh, they would, uh, I would think that's what was on my TV screen.
0: For sure. Yeah. Me a lot. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. And I think it this is probably your number 1, right? For your top 5. Yep. Okay. Uh,
1: but there was some cool stuff. I loved like when it would glitch out. Like that was kind of a cool little thing like when it would you would start like sink through the floor when you're walking yeah that was a real effect or you go into a room and like nothing would work right some fashion and it would just say this is it happening yeah and it would start over again
0: or you would go into a room and you turn into a turn into a monster (laughs) i thought that was funny or like you'd be on the ceiling or it'd be like oh hey i'm I'm one of the monster guys and then it would just flash and it'd be you again there's one where like um you i know there's one where you do the healing spell and you die but there's another one like where your head falls off he picks up the head and starts like reciting Shakespeare, like that, <laughs> like just like all this, all this fun stuff. You know, it gets to the point once you figure it out that that it's all in there. It's just, it's fun. I actually watched uh, a while back. I watched. You could find. this video on YouTube. That's just like all insanity stuff and you could just watch it for like an hour and it just shows like all the effects. So I watched that. I don't remember when it was, but I just watched it and I was like, oh, that's cool. I remember all the stuff. Yeah, it got to the point where I would just walk through with no sanity meter so I could see, so I could see all the cool stuff. Yeah, it was really fun. And speaking earlier about the Metal Gear Solid, they were the ones who did that one. Who did that one Metal Gear Solid game on GameCube. They developed it with, uh, with Hideo and uh, Konami and all that. Yeah. So they actually, uh, and there were actually pictures of Alex uh, Royvus in there that you could find, like in magazines. There was like magazines of pictures of her, just of her with, you know, so, as a little hidden thing. So that was cool. But yeah, I remember there was a particular part in that game, the part where you like go to the bathroom and she's like dead in the tub. Remember that part? That part was, yeah. always, so, was always so freaky. It was like a jump scare, but it got me like every time.
1: There are jump scares in this game.
0: Yeah. And there's like parts with like the hallway and like the paint, paintings move and it's just it's really cool. It was really, a really really interesting cool game.
1: Everything's got kind of a, it's very creepy. Like it's, yeah. Uh, and it like more creepy, mix, like scary.
0: Yeah, it's like a historical fiction type thing. They they mix, uh, yeah, they mix things in with actual events. And there's like some World War One stuff in there. And I remember there's like a guy that like sort of looks like Ben Franklin, where you have to like. You have to pack the the gunshots. For oh him. yeah, you have a yeah. musket. Huh? Yeah, the musket where you have to like you have to wait for him to like uh, pack it in and like shoot and all that. And then later you get to the point of like of like automatic weapons and all that later with you, you know, because you go you go to like go to kind of the same places over and over again, but it's like this time I have this weapon or this time I have another thing. And uh, I liked how they they made the characters like like you could you could like run for however long, but it depended on like how how like fit your character was cuz like you play as a dancer at one part and she can like run all day and like not yeah, run out or, like, not and not run out of energy but like the big the the heavy set ben franklin guy he can't run for very long before he before he runs out of energy so i thought that was cool and they all had like different life meters you know like bigger guys would be tougher so they'd have a bigger life meter Smaller people would have smaller life meters, but they might have larger magic meters. Or like everybody had different different stats, you know, for each character that you played. So that was really cool, you know, that they changed and it was always wasn't always the same every time. And I remember if they I, were like, yeah, I would just say there. I remember there were audio cues like for like certain ones. Like if you found something, it would make the same noise every time. So like it'd be like, ah, ah, you know, when you found like a, a like a cup or a Key or whatever for a different level. Like each different part of it had a different, would make a different noise for that, for whatever part you were in.
1: Don't at the end of the game, don't
0: you like, uh, switch between the different, like you gotta
1: play each character again. I don't remember.
0: I mean, you might. I mean, it's been a long time since I played it.
1: Right. Well, you end up fighting, uh, Pius Androgynous at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Pius Androgynous.
0: That's not his name, but it's,
1: uh. Pius uh, Augustus, I believe. Yeah, something like that. But he
0: was cool looking. Yeah, you finally get to fight him, but there's also those big, God pod looking things or whatever. They, 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 have those creatures that are like this big circle that have like eyes and mouths or whatever. You fight those things kind of to a point. I just remember there being like a big level that you ran around and hit different things. I don't know. It's been a long time since I played it, but I do know that that game was definitely a freaky game and it came out at the same time as the wave bird. So I played, so we played that with no,
1: with no cables. Yeah. The Wavebird bird was it made an extra cool. Yeah. But that was like, uh, I think they, I
0: think they came out at the same time. So I bought the eternal darkness and a Wavebird together but there's
1: the purple rune once you get the purple you're in good shape i remember that what's the purple rune the purple rune's the one that's like better than all the others so you should just use it all the time oh sure oh yeah you have to like use the summon the scorpion to get I think.
0: oh yeah because there's different i forgot that like there's different colors there's like the red blue and the green and they all kind of like rock rock they rock paper, paper scissors each other yeah So depending on which one you choose at the beginning, it'll kind of, kind of makes, decides how hard the game is because of what they're going to throw at you next. Kind of like the same way as like Pokemon even, you could say, like for those three starters, like if you pick a certain one, it's harder because of whatever comes up. But,
1: but the enemies usually have like a kind of a glowy color to them that lets you know what's more powerful.
0: Yeah. And there's like the, and there's like the,
1: the writing
0: on them also. There's like a, insignia that means different things as well I remember that and you could actually cut off you could like target certain parts you could like target arms and legs and heads and all that and you know you could cut their head off and their arms like I remember that, that was cool oh yeah too. you could
1: target body parts
0: yeah you could target body parts
1: yeah, the controls yeah. are really nice in this game for it being pretty yeah. old. Yeah.
0: And it was like, uh, it was like a set camera for a lot of it, but it's still like fully 3D. So it was, a, it was impressive. I thought. Yeah. That was a cool game. I, uh, I'm surprised you didn't include it in your, my, my number one game was, was Majora's Mask, Legend of Zelda. Cause I think that's a freaky ass game with the, that is the, a freaky game, but with the moon and, and it, it freaked me out. Like the, I think the moon's freaky. Everything's like just so bizarre in it. You know, like from like, uh, animal abductions to like, you know, to like just, just, just weird, just weird characters, like the back and forth. I liked, to, uh, I don't know, I enjoyed it. I always thought it was, it was always like one of my favorite. It's like one I always try to play every Halloween. And last year, well, you know, they released the DS one that was so good, the 3DS version. And I wanted that. I wish that that one would have come out earlier. Like, so it should, it should always release. In October. And I was kind of disappointed. I was hoping that it would release on Virtual Console this week for Halloween, but they never do that. And the, the Wii version is not, is still not available for Wii U, unfortunately. But yeah, like, the themes of that are, like, very sad. Like, the music is very sad. You know, the, the giants are very are very eerie, I think. And even, like, the whole story of, like, just a, you know, of just, like, an outcast boy finding a finding an overpowerful ma- mask that drives, drives him insane is very much like a horror movie, I think. You know, like, kind of a... Kind of a comic booky origin story and all that, just a tale of sadness. So I think it, I think it fits really well with the Halloween motif. The music in it has like a very eerie sadness to it, and the whole, the whole game has a sadness to it. Cause it's mostly, it's basically just you, you're, you're basically, you know, helping people be okay with dying. It's like mostly what happens in that game. It's just pretty, it's just very dark. That's what it makes it such a dark game, you know. Because it's about the death of a town, and I was talking about like how it's about an outcast who finds a mask that's over, that overpowers him and basically drives him insane. And spoilers, like the very end of the game when you finally get on the moon, and it's just like an open plane with a tree, with like a boy under the tree, I thought that was amazing imagery, like it was just such a cool, just a cool part. Like just the way it just the way it comes to that, It's just had all this all this like very very cool image and like just all these different weird characters and yeah, it's it'll always be my number one uh, scary slash Halloween game.
1: Well, and it's I think one important a lot of important things about this game, that,
0: you know, and it's very.
1: Yeah, they took, uh, they took something very familiar, you know, they reused a lot of the assets from Ocarina of Time, but they also had, they used the expansion pack to make it a lot better. But, uh, so they were taking something familiar and like something you were accustomed to acting a certain way and even like reusing like characters and stuff that you had been used to be. And they changed everything up on you never knew what to expect next like how weird it was gonna get
0: yeah for sure well they were like yeah like the like the witches like for instance the twin witches they're a boss and and uh ocarina of time they're characters that you interact with and help in majora's mask they're different they're not bosses you don't fight them they're npcs now you know like same sort of thing they'll take take characters and flip them around and zelda is but a memory in in this one you don't really all you do is just remember remember that you met her you don't really she doesn't really affect you much and cuz you're in this different world but yeah they take all the characters and they basically turn them into these different characters that have like you know full loops that they go on pretty much if you watch the show uh, Westworld yet yeah, it kind of Westworld kind of reminds me of like a very complex version of Majora's Mask <laughs> you know where it's just like all these characters that do different things at different times and you can interact with them whatever but yeah and that's
1: kind of how the game like presents itself like a living world Once you realize what you can interact with, what compared to Groundhog Day, pretty much, except it's like Groundhog Three
0: Days. But what I forgot is like the the major thing that it's a Halloween game is that it's based around masks and dressing up as different people, which is like the whole you know the whole. I think one of the
1: creepiest characters in that whole game is 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 the mask salesman. salesman. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah.
0: What a what a what is it? What a terrible fight has fallen on you or something like that. I forget what that line is that he says to you. Yeah, he's creepy. I actually made a... it wasn't last year but the year before I, I carved a pumpkin of his face of the of oh. the, the mass salesman. I did he's the He's up one. there with
1: the villager. If someone put the his face on the villager terrible.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, no, the Max Mass Salesman is great. We just uh I, I just played through the first part of that with Jess and we recorded it. I haven't put it up yet, but hopefully we'll put it up soon. And um yeah, he has like the, he has like the Mario mask on him and he has like a, he has like a Bowser mask that he's carrying on him. Kinda makes you wonder, like, he's got them dead. Masks. Maybe, because like, yeah, the, the masks that you change in, change into, they're all supposed to be the souls of dead characters. See, there's a lot of death in the game, there's a lot of like, sadness, and it's very, very much a, yes, yeah, it's very much a scary game. It's all
1: fatalistic, like everything's predetermined to happen a certain way and you're trying to change that.
0: Yeah. Well you're basically you're not changing it, you're just trying to make it easier for the people to accept their fate. It's basically what it is. Like when you go around (laughs) when you go around doing the quest, you're just like you meet a guy who's like He has all these baby chickens and he's like, man, I wish I would have been able to see my chickens become adults before, before I die. And you're like, okay. So you like have this chicken mask where you like march around and they become full chickens. And he's like, okay, now I'm okay with dying. And he gives you a heart piece. That's basically the way that game works, you know? (laughs) Or it's like this, or there's like this long quest between these two lovers like can't be around each other because like the one guy he's a kid now and he wants to get married and he basically helped them get married but they still die after that you know and so it's like all like it's just so it is it's fearless. just it's just easing people's it's just helping people deal with their with their you know destiny in that game pretty much it's very dark and very much uh very scary very
1: haunting. Yeah, that game also yeah. did unsettle me in a way that it took me a while to come back to it and play through it. And I think I might have used some internet help. Oh yeah, I I used internet help with it too. I mean, you kind of have. I wanted to, all know, the masks
0: just because. But I of do of remember how...
1: coming out and it being a kind of, kind of a swan song sort of for the 64.
0: Oh yeah, it was. I mean, what came out when? Uh, I mean, it came out when the when the PlayStation launched in 2000. Same day the PS launched. Yeah, yeah, the, that's the uh, the PS2. And, um, that was, yeah, it was pretty much the swan song because the GameCube came out 2001, even though I, I feel like, I feel like Paper Mario might've came out after it. Cause I felt like, I thought like Paper Mario was the swan song of 64, like the ultimate one it was like the last Nintendo game. Am I right on that? I don't know. Yeah. I, I felt, I thought that Paper Mario was after, was after, uh, yeah, it it was, it, it was, it was after Majora's Mask cause Majora's Mask, I was still at Lincoln and I got Paper Mario
1: after Majora's Mask though was first, uh advertises Zelda Gaiden believe is it Zelda Gaiden yeah and then uh yeah, and then uh, it was what wasn't it one of the first games to use the expansion pack no
0: no I, the first uh, the first game to use the expansion pack was like Turok 2 and uh and like um Rogue Squadron cuz uh, I got it um I bought it with uh cuz I was still in high school when the expansion pack came out and I got it for Christmas with Turok Two and uh, Ro and Rogue Squadron because it used both of both of those. Used it. It used it to make the game run smoother, but it didn't need it to run the game. That wasn't until later, where they started making games that needed to run. But Perfect Dark, uh, Perfect Dark came out before that, also. So it was it was a later one. It was a later one that that used it.
1: But I do remember Paper Mario was originally called mario rpg 2 yeah i
0: think in japan it was still called that
1: shown early very early on
0: yeah paper mario was 2001 so it was it was after it was was after majora's mask so it was the official it was the official swan song
1: official yeah yes like majora's mask was the like raven song to be creepy yeah sure (laughs) yeah the raven song
0: (laughs) well i think we i think we've uh i think we've talked enough about the scary games I think we're, I think we got some, think we got some good content here. Is there anything else you want to say about, uh, Halloween or this episode or these games? Majora's? Well, I think,
1: uh, yeah, play them in the dark. Make, make your environment scary when yeah. you play these. They'll, they'll be better. Yeah.
0: If you haven't played Majora's Mask, uh, there was an excellent remake for it on 3DS, which, uh, makes the game, tries to make it a little bit easier to play, I guess, or a little bit more approachable. I thought, I enjoyed it. I played it all the way through. Got all the extra stuff and had a a blast with it. So you can get that digitally and, you know, find it physical maybe. I don't think I've ever seen a physical copy. I bought it digitally, but you can get it for 3DS. And you know, if you go out, if you go out in your, uh, costumes, be careful out there. Look out for evil Goombas lurking in the darkness.
1: Look up from your 3DS once in a while
0: yeah anyway this is this is our episode 44 our halloween episode we've been your hosts trey johnson
1: and jack-o'-lantern jeremy Mikowski,
0: <laughs> and jack-o'-lantern and uh you know email us and follow us on twitter and all that stuff we'll see we'll see it we'll see you next week we'll see you on the other side on the other side